Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Just Like You Show. I am your host, Alexis Christine, and I am a spiritual mindset coach and Reiki master, helping women break through their limiting beliefs, rewire their brain, and manifest the life of their dreams. Just Like You is a podcast for all of the divine souls looking for guidance on their healing and ascension journey. We explore the depths of the universe, hold space for vulnerable conversations about spirituality and self-development, delve into the esoteric things like how to manifest, star seeds, the astral realm, and shed light on taboo topics such as plant medicine and so, so much more. I am honored that you are here to take this journey with me. I want everyone listening to be able to leave each episode feeling inspired and having learned something tangible to take away into their day-to-day life. If you feel called to work with me or explore this work deeper, please reach out at imalexischristine.com or you can DM me on Instagram at iam.alexischristine. Hello, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Just Like You Show. I am your host, Alexis Christine, and today we are going to be talking about all things gut health. And I'm so excited for this episode because I feel like gut health is something that I personally have been struggling with ever since like just before Christmas time. And I know there's so many other people who are struggling and there's people out there struggling who don't even know that they're struggling because all of the symptoms that they're feeling, they just assume are normal and they just take it as like day-to-day life. They don't actually realize it's a sign of something more going on within their bodies. And our guest today, Ali, is the most knowledgeable and passionate person about this. And I'm so excited that she's here to speak because you can just hear it in her voice, the way she's so passionate about what she does for her for her life, for her purpose. She helps people. She heals people. It's just the most amazing thing. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear all of the amazing downloads that come in this episode. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on Allie. I hope you guys enjoy the episode and have a great day. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Just Like You Show. I'm your host, Alexis Christine, and today we have a literal ray of sunshine with us. Her name is Ali, and she is a gut health coach. Hi, Ali. How are you? Hi. Thank you for having me, Alexis. Thanks so much for coming. I'm so happy to have you on here. I'm so excited. Me too. I've been thinking all week about this. I'm like, you know, me and Alexis just kind of met at a retreat recently, and she invited me on, and I'm super excited to be here. I'm selfishly super excited because I feel like I've been struggling with my gut health for so long now. And I've tried all of these different ways to try and like heal it or fix it and nothing's really resonated. So I feel like we're just going to be like picking your brain today and learning so much. Um, So just to start, do you know what your sun, moon and rising are? Yeah, so I am a lot of earth. I am a sun and moon Taurus and then a rising Capricorn. Lots of earthy, grounded energy. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, we need that. We need the grounding for sure. (laughs) Especially during these times. (laughs) Yeah. And then do you know your human design? So I am a manifesting generator. Nice. Yeah. Lots of energies. Okay. So just before we get into the actual gut health tips, can you tell everyone a little bit about like who you are? how, how you were raised, like what your background is growing up, what your background is in terms of how you found like gut health and healing. So I love to say that I found it, but I, I'm going to say that it kind of found me, um, more or less because how it started was, um, to backtrack and to keep it as short, not super long. Um, (laughs) I, you know, I grew up 
in my early teens, I struggled a lot with anxiety and depression. And um, I always felt like something was wrong with me, right? I never felt like I could fit in or I always had something up where I'd always be in these depressed states and these anxious states. And then as I as I went along into um, after high school and into college, I wound up becoming really sick. Um, I was uh, probably early 20s and um, I wound up getting really tired. Um, I was sleeping 18 hours a day. Um, And this was really like shocking to me. Prior to that, I was, you know, a little bit more energetic than that. And um, I went to a great deal of doctors trying to figure out what was going on. Um, especially as like a 21 year old, um, most mm-hmm. of the other kids are out partying, drinking, having fun. And yet I was just like bedridden, um, for a while. So through the slew of doctors that I went to, um, they did multiple tests. It kind of came out that I had mono and I kind of just accepted that wow. for that's what it was. Um, and so I spent the next couple months really just in bed. Um, I was one of those people that was so tired all the time that I was like complaining. Work was difficult. School was difficult. Um, and I got into another state of depression from that. And in the process, my doctors had already had put me on, um, anxiety and depression medications. And so I just felt like at that point in my life, like, how am I ever going to get out of this? Um, it wasn't until I kind of took it upon myself to search out specialists um, without my family's support um, and uh, really just advocate for myself as to why am I feeling this way? Why is it so hard to get out of bed every day? Um, What's going on? And it did come out that I uh, do have Lyme disease. Mm -hmm. And so from that, I was like, what is Lyme disease? How do I get out of this? Is this something I'm going to live with forever? And in that process, it had already been a year since I contracted it Um, and it had gone untreated. And so one of the first things that I got into was educating people about what Lyme disease is and why it's so, um, you know, not checked on, you know, they don't do a blood test and check for it. And in the Northeast, I grew up in Long Island, New York, and it's very common for these ticks to carry this illness. And a lot of people go um, undiagnosed with Lyme disease. Then uh, to kind of heal the Lyme disease, they put me on multiple rounds of antibiotics because it had already picked up. And I spent about another 30 days, uh, the sickest that I've ever been, um, where the antibiotics were triple doses a day to try and kill off this this disease and everything that was going on. And I will say after those 30 days, I did come out a lot better than I was. However, it was that I wanted to jump back into my normal life, you know, going to the gym, hanging out with friends, you know, going back to all these moments in my life that I miss. And so I tried that. I definitely um, was a lot better than uh, how I was the prior year. But um, as I went to the gym, I started to put on weight. I got very inflamed. Um, Again, falling myself into just being so frustrated. Like, why does this keep happening to me? Why am I having all these health issues? I try so hard to eat healthy, stay fit. What's going on? Um, And so that is kind of where a family member of mine, I went to go visit him um, and we sat in the car and it turns out that he runs this company that I work for now, Better Health. And he had 
you know, I kind of explained what I was going through for those couple of years and we caught up and he really pushed me to say, Hey, I think you should do the program that I run. Um, it's all about gut health and it's all about learning how to nourish your gut, especially after that many rounds of antibiotics. Um, so eventually I kind of threw my hands up in the air. Um, he did say that there was no exercise for the first couple of weeks. And so I was like, I don't know if I can do that. I'm finally back. I feel like I need to keep going. I need to lose this weight. And he kind of told me that I need to pull back and nourish my gut first. And then I can jump into all that stuff that I was, you know, wanting to get back to. So, um, I wound up joining his program. I did uh, 60 days. I wound up losing close to 40 pounds. Wow. Um, not only that, um, it was so easy. It was so easy. We didn't count calories. We didn't count points. Um, we start off with a list of non-inflammatory foods. And the goal is just to eat. Um, it sounds so counterintuitive to the diet culture that's out there now, um, where, you know, we're worried about counting calories and moving more and eating less. And so this was such a different approach and it was really hard at first to let go. But finally, when I, when I recognized within myself that I didn't have the answers and I didn't know how to do it, um, I just kind of let go and surrendered to his program and just allowed, you know, followed the protocol that he had put in place. And so that first 30 days is just eating from this list of fruits, vegetables, and proteins, which makes sense. Um, our ancestors, that's what they lived off of, right? And, mm -hmm. and there wasn't nearly as much chronic illness and disease in the world. And so then the second month is, uh, that was the elimination. So you eliminate the sugars and the processed foods and the chemicals, and you move to um, the second level, which is um, reintroducing foods one at a time. And so that's where you can really take that next step and figure out what works best for your body because everybody's body is different. And so you add in one new food a day and really pay attention to how your body responds. Um, and so you'd be surprised to find that three foods that really did not work well for me were broccoli, bananas, and turkey. Wow. And um, coming to that conclusion that, yeah, these foods are quote unquote healthy, and yet when my body has them, I don't feel well, I get bloated, I get tired. And so just being able to pinpoint those foods and know that I don't really need those foods. They're, they're good, but I only ate them mainly because they're healthy, but for my body, they just don't work that well. And so I'll stick to other foods that I know work better. Um, so that was kind of my journey. And like I said, I lost all this weight, um, weight aside, I wound up with so much more energy, I actually felt more energetic than I did prior to getting sick with Lyme, um, where I just had this newfound empowerment that the body is so amazing in its um, ability to heal. Like we get a cut on our arm and we don't have to do anything. The body does it. And yet the same is with the gut. The gut heals. We just have to give it what it needs. And so the healthy fruits, vegetables, and proteins are so important in aiding our bodies to heal. Um, especially due to all the chemical exposure that we all face on a daily basis, just living on planet earth during this time. Um, so that's kind of where my journey started. And I now I've been working with his company. I like became a great testimonial, even though he was family. Um, it wasn't about that. I just like really got empowered by the human body 
and mm-hmm. also loved empowering others to see that there was light at the end of the tunnel, that some of these chronic illnesses and diseases don't have to take, um, don't have to, you know, be a part of us for the rest of our lives. We can actually overcome them. We just have to give the body what it needs and get out of its way. That is such an amazing story. And I think it's such a testament to really advocating for yourself. Like, yes, Western medicine is great and our doctors are super knowledgeable, but no one knows your body better than yourself. You knew that there was something wrong and they had like, they weren't even bothering to test for anything other than like the normal vitals. So it's really trusting yourself. And when you know something's wrong, like you have to go out and do the work for you because no one like you, no one's going to put you first other than yourself. And the way that you were able to just heal from it and then move forward and then go on this program and intuitively eat, like it's, it's amazing because so many people I'm sure go through the exact same thing as you did, where you're going to the gym, you're eating quote unquote healthy, and you're doing all the right things. And you're still having so much inflammation, so much bloat, no results. And you're just sitting there like, what, what is going on? Like, why isn't this working? Yeah. And uh, just to touch on the word inflammation, it's kind of a buzzword right now, but it's so true. Inflammation is merely just our body's response to toxins and chemicals in our environment. And um, the FDA is approving over 400 chemicals this year um, to be pumped into our food, to be pumped into our water, into our products. Um, Also, the skin being a huge part of the digestive system. It's an external organ, but it's really part of that digestive system. It's meant to keep um, stuff out, right? And so Mm -hmm. as women, especially, we put makeup on our face, we use skincare products that have petroleum in it, and yet we lather it all over our skin and don't realize this is directly affecting our gut. And the inflammation is just a response to that. So we start to feel bloated or we start to feel low energy. And we, we're not sure why, because we're doing all the things and yet we just don't feel like our best self. So it, it also opened up a new pathway, like food being the start, but also an awareness to all the products that I use in my home and the clothing and the cleaning products and the makeup and the skincare, all being a part of that gut system. And really um, just being aware of what goes in is you know, when they say you are what you eat, well, it's so true. Whatever mm-hmm. you put in and on the skin is who you who you become, right? And so when we put all these chemicals in junk, it's no wonder that we feel that way. Yeah, it's literally like the the amount of chemicals just in our food alone, even if it's like a protein powder or a granola bar or something that's meant to be healthy or a fad, it's like we're putting so many chemicals into our system and it's causing us so many issues, but people just aren't aware. And like what you just said about petroleum, literally Vaseline is petroleum jelly. And that's like people put that on babies. There was a, a cancer forming chemical that was found in baby powder. Like it's literally in all the products we use, not just what we eat. It's so crazy how they're just poisoning us, basically. It's not ideal. Yeah, and so I, I encourage people not to get disheartened by it because it's, you know, we can... The only way we can change it is by building an awareness to it and then also mm-hmm. realizing we have a choice in it. And yeah, um, we can't always choose, um, you know, sometimes financially or, you know, in different situations, it's not always easy. But if we have that awareness, maybe we'll be more mindful when purchasing these products and looking for, you know, things with more natural ingredients and supporting the local businesses that create those products like the skincare and the makeup and, you know, the clothing, because it is so important. Our health is, you know, our wealth 
essentially, right? It's like yeah. no matter how much money you have and how, like what you what job you have at the end of the day, all you have is your own health. And so definitely taking control of your own health is such an empowering um, movement that we're kind of, you know, going towards. The Think Dirty app is one of my favorite things because you literally can scan the barcode of a product and it rates every single ingredient on like zero to 10, zero being super clean, 10 obviously being super toxic. And you can actually look at the products you're using and see how good they are or not for you. And because of that, I found that like everything that I liked was like at least a six or seven on the scale, like not good. And now I order all of my stuff from this herbalist in Denmark who hand makes everything. And it's all super clean ingredients, plant-based. And like my skin has never been clearer. Like it's amazing the difference it's made. Awesome. I know skin, skin, I always say by, by the look of someone's skin or the whites of their eyes, you can tell how their gut health is because really when your gut is happy and healthy, their skin glows. I call it like a gut glow. I know um, Mm -hmm. when I first went through this, people would always admire my, like my skin. They'd say, Oh my God, you look like you're glowing. Um, Same with the eyes. It's almost like they look bigger um, because the whites of the eyes are so white and it just like creates this like overall the gut just really um is the main component of all the other parts of our health maybe the root cause of a lot of it and mm-hmm. so as you start to clear up your gut and reset it you notice that a lot of things that you've been struggling with like my anxiety had gone away my depression had gone away i came off my medications my skin cleared up my hair um started growing really beautiful my nails i mean it's just like and endless. And then the energy and your sleep's better. It's just like an endless thing from, you know, just clearing up your gut, you realize how much you were affected. And then I always say, once you feel so like, you feel how good it is to feel good, you don't want to go back, right? You're like, oh my God, this like, I feel great. Like to go back to those other things, those old foods that we think that we enjoy, it's not the same. That's so true. And you know what? I didn't, clock this before but when I was living in Mexico my hair grew so much and all I was eating was like organic produce every day like everything was just so much cleaner so that's crazy um so you mentioned the skin and then the whites of your eyes but what are some signs people can look out for in their system other than like bloating and gas that maybe they do have some sort of imbalance in their gut or like some inflammation etc yeah so um I think it goes for a lot of the mood disorders that we're dealing with a lot of, um, you know, anxiety and depression being a huge one. Um, I know a lot of people nowadays are dealing with, um, IBS and Crohn's and I've even gotten clients come in through the program, um, with that are, uh, having infertility issues. And so Mm. these are all really stemming from, um, our guts and keep in mind a lot of our gut bacteria, where we get it from, where it starts is actually from our, our mother in the womb. Right. And yeah. so our first exposure to gut bacteria is actually through our, uh, the umbilical cord. So your mother's gut is actually passed down into, you know, into your gut and that's where you start off. And so typically in a natural birth, let's say, um, the umbilical cord would stay connected a little bit longer and you'd be able to get that good gut flora that those back that good gut bacteria and so even just being a c-section baby in today's day and age puts you at a a loss of some good gut bacteria because it's cut off so soon so it's like it starts off so so early it starts off before we're even aware of it and yet 
kids with ADHD at young ages, that could be a part of a gut um, imbalance, skin issues, anxiety, depression, um, any mental health things that are coming up. This can all have been started. And then tack on if you've been on um, high doses of antibiotics as a kid, if you've had a lot of strep throat or um, ear infections, the antibiotics are great. They save lives and they kill off the good and the bad bacteria. However, there's never that point after you take them where you spend time re-nourishing your gut. The doctor doesn't really teach you that part part of it, where you're kind of a clean slate and you have you know, no, no good bacteria to build from. So things like fermented foods are important. So yeah, really, I would say a lot of things have kind of spread from there, either with, uh, you know, even people into their early 50s or 60s, um, any diabetes or high blood pressure or cholesterol, those are all symptoms of some, it's just an imbalance. Um, I tell my clients to think of it as on your car dashboard, you got all these lights and it doesn't mean that the car's broken. Like the Mm -hmm. body, it doesn't mean the body's broken. It's just out of balance and you just have to, you know, get that back into balance. Um, So yeah, I think you can relate a lot of it back to the gut. It's crazy how many different things it affects. And then the fact that you're right, like after we take antibiotics, all the bacteria has gone good and bad. And so I, I always used to take um, prebiotics. So like, I'll say always like the two times I've been on antibiotics in my life, I took prebiotics after. So like, what are some other things people can do to kind of help rebuild their gut and make it strong again? So definitely fruits. Um, I know there's parts of diet culture out there that have shied us away from fruits and yet the natural sugars in fruit is what ferment in our large intestine. And that's what the good bacteria eat. So fruit is highly important, Uh, fruits with fiber, um, things like apples and oranges and blueberries and strawberries. Those are some really good options. Also fermented foods. Um, So if you can add some sauerkraut or some kimchi to your meals, I encourage that daily, you know, a little bit, it doesn't, a little bit goes a long way. Kefir is another good example of getting some natural probiotics into your diet. Definitely, uh, you know, you can always add on natural um, like probiotics, like the supplements or digestive enzymes, Uh, but just ensuring you have the food, like the fiber to break it down and make it useful in the body is super important. A lot of times with these supplements, our body takes them in and yet we don't have, um, we don't absorb a lot of the nutrients um, because we don't have the healthy gut. Maybe we have a leaky gut situation. And so really the food being the number one way to get there. Um, And same goes with uh, adding lots of raw vegetables. Raw vegetables are super important. They do contain some enzymes that help in the gut. And sometimes when we cook these raw vegetables, when we cook them, we lose some of those nutrients. So, you know, adding some salads and adding some sauerkraut or kimchi, and then, um, you know, taking that supplement as like a, a safety, you know, on top of that, but more or less the food is definitely, I would say the number one thing. So basically try and get as much of it as you can from natural foods. And then if you need a supplement, go to the supplement. Absolutely. Yeah. That makes sense. So if you were to give people like the top five tips on what you can do to like either heal or preserve or just like, you know, get good gut health, what would your, your top five be? Something that was easily takeawayable. <laughs> so I would say prioritize your vegetables. Um, like I said, raw, if you can eat 70% 
of your veggies raw for the day. That's super important. Um, there are other things that go into it. I know I spoke a lot about the food, but just think simple things like drinking enough water throughout the day. Um, your body needs that water to move things in the body. So, um, you know, anywhere from like 60 to 70 ounces of water per day, that's always a good start. Also, proper rest. Um, I know we kind of skip over this and especially in the world we're living in, we're so busy and a lot of us are not sleeping well at night. And so finding a way to um, build a nighttime routine, um, whether that's turning off the blue lights and um, doing a meditation or stretching before bed and creating an environment that's susceptible to sleep and creating that nighttime routine so that you can get at least seven hours of sleep a night. A lot of these bodily processes that go on um, happen when you're resting. And so if we are not fueling our body throughout the day, drinking enough water and then sleeping well, a lot of these processes cannot go on. Fourth, I'll say stress, um, trying to minimize as much stress in our lives as possible. Um, I know it's difficult. Um, like I said, we all have busy lives and things going on, but sim as simple as you know, breaking up your day and taking a walk or having uh, a way to kind of decompress from the stress of the world um, that we're living in. For some people, that's journaling. For some people, that's meditating. For some people, it's going to a kickboxing class and just like hitting the bag a few times, <laughs> whatever it looks like for you, find something that you really love to do and do it. How I always present it to my clients is think back to when you were a kid, what made you feel good? You know, some kids love running around. Other kids love hula hooping up, you know, whatever that is for you, find that. And like, whether it's rollerblading or walking and go back to that, you know, um, your, your, your body needs that, you know, break to just be present with something different than what we're so used to. Cause a lot of us will go wake up, we'll jump right into work and then we'll go, you know, if you have kids at home or you have different responsibilities and it's like, we're going, 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 and yet we don't break up the day with those 15 to 20 minutes of things that bring us joy and things that help us to reduce stress. And then lastly, I would say, try to let go of this punishment diet culture that we've been in. Maybe start to question some of the things that we've been told in the nutrition industry. I know for me, it was super hard to kind of let go of the calories in calorie out, out method and start to really look at food as fuel, as nourishment. This isn't about, you know, how many calories per day and, you know, really sweating it out at the gym, the body, it, it wants to be in homeostasis. It wants to be balanced. Right. And so finding, like you said, intuitively eating, you know, if it's saying it's hungry and it's 10 o'clock at night, then eat. Right. Why are we so mentally like I can't eat because I'm going to gain weight. Right. Like get off the scale. Don't worry about the scale and more or less just listen to the body. The body is you know, it talks to us. It's just not in words. And so this is like the gut health journey is a great opportunity to really get in touch with those feelings and those sensations in the body and to just honor them and to let go of what we've been taught and just allow like the food, the sleep, the hydration to just do its thing and um, to be gentle with yourself in that process. That was so good. I really put you on the spot with that because I didn't tell you <laughs> I was going to ask that. And you did such a good job. Those are such good tips. Thank you. <laughs> they seem simple, right? And yet yeah. um, we're all struggling with them, right? So it's like just going back to the basics. It's really what it is. Water, food, sleep. It's literally the basics to our human existence. And yet we've all gotten so far from it. 
Yeah. And I think the hardest one for people like is usually stress because it's not like you can just sit and meditate and like the stress is gone, right? Like obviously these things help, but we need to learn that if if it's something we can control, then there's no reason to stress about it because we can we can control the outcome. And if it's something we can't control, then again, there's no point in stressing because whatever's going to happen is going to happen anyway. And it's just mm-hmm. that letting go and surrender so that your nervous system can take a break and you're not in that constant fight or flight. I struggle yeah, with that even, too, even. <laughs> even just um, sometimes I'll just, you know, even just breathing in for four, holding it for two and breathing out for five. It's like something so simple. And yet you just have to, um, when you notice those stress or that anxiety or whatever that feeling is that comes up, just taking that time and never saying it's always going to be easy, but just taking that few seconds to breathe, right? Just to breathe. And that being another essential part of our existence, like just reminding ourselves, like even through the tough or the stressful or the overwhelming times, we do have this breath that we can use as a helpful tool to release it, to let it go, or to just find presence and not be worrying all the time. Yeah, exactly. So powerful. Are you currently accepting new clients? So I still work for um, Better Health is the company, Mm -hmm. TR. Um, We always are accepting clients. Um, A lot of our clientele will come through our, um, we work with a lot of insurance carriers. So I encourage you if you're struggling with any of the following that I've mentioned throughout the <laughs> podcast, which is probably all of us, you, I think, you know, we can look around at our friends and family and our coworkers and all of us have, are, are dealing with one of those things, whether it's a lot of stress or not sleeping well or not having energy. And so um, I encourage you to go to, if you have insurance to go to your providers, a lot of them are providing these wellness programs as a part of preventative. This is what we're going towards is like, instead of using the pills and the medications, even though they're great, let's try something different. Like maybe we can, you know, get people to learn about gut health prior to having to deal with all these issues. So if you have insurance, definitely look into if they offer any programs, most of the time they'll pay for it and you'll get things like a scale and a Fitbit. That's what most of them offer. We do have a direct to consumer. Like if you wanted to come in um, and pay, we do have that model as well. So we're always accepting people. And yeah, so I encourage you to get like everybody involved. I know when I did it, it was just me. And then it took my family a little bit. Um, but eventually everyone kind of jumped on uh, with me <laughs> because I always say, you never know who you're inspiring, right? People yeah. will, especially if you start, like, I hate to use the word diet. It's not a diet. Um, but when you start something new, people want to kind of watch you first. You're the guinea pig. And yes, so always. it takes them a little bit to come around, but know that not only are you getting yourself healthy, but you actually inspire the people around you. Once you, once you can show them that it doesn't have to be hard, it can be easy and the food can taste good. Um, mm-hmm. That's been the beauty of it is like healthy food is so much more delicious than a lot of the foods that I was eating prior. Once I learned how to, you know, we have recipes on our website and meal plans to help you with that. But once I learned how to cook healthy food, well, I love it. Like I can't even eat some of the stuff I used to eat anymore. You know, what's crazy though, is you said you hate using the word diet when like referring to this, but how wild is it that just eating like natural foods that we can grow off the earth and not chemicals is so whack now that it's labeled as a diet when really you're just trying to look after your health and not put harsh chemicals into your body. Like it's automatically considered a diet. It's so crazy to me how, how the world has shifted. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? It's just our generation, really. It's just our generation and the generation above us. 
you look back to our grandparents' generation, this was what we're talking about was not even a conversation. This was a normal part of everybody's life. They all ate natural foods. They all ate from farms and local produce because that's mm-hmm. all they had. We're just living in such a, um, a time where there's such an abundance of food, right? We actually have so many options and we can get our hands on strawberries, not in strawberry season. How, you know, how is yeah. that even possible? Back in our grandparents' day, they can only get food that was in season, right? And now it's like we have the infrastructure to get food from Peru to Florida within a day, right? To sell all this fruit that's out of season. And yet, like I said, this isn't even a conversation for them back then. But now it's become such a conversation because we lost touch with what our human essential basic needs are, right? We just need healthy food. Um, And, you know, some of these diets are, you know, like I said, discluding fruits and all this stuff from the earth. And yet I believe that everything on this earth was put here for a reason. And, you know, we need to embrace it, the healthy stuff. Yeah. That's actually one thing I really want to try is seasonal eating, but I don't have any farmer's markets around me. So when I go to the grocery store, I'm looking at everything there and I'm like, I don't even know what's in season right now, (laughs) but that's something I really want to try and explore. Like just only eat what's in season and see how that differs because Yes, it's good to be eating all of these like plant-based foods and fruits and vegetables, but you also need to be changing it up. Like if you eat the exact same meal every single day, you're not giving your gut any diversity. So you're not giving it any new bacteria. And like the second you eat something new, you're going to most likely react. So I'm trying to vary it and kind of spread out the food that I'm eating. But you just made me something think I need it. to put more yeah, effort the variety. into. The variety is so... That's another part that gets a little um, more advanced, I'll say, when you get into your yeah. gut health journey is knowing that our microbiome, the gut, right? That's how they might refer to it sometimes is so diverse. There's so many bacteria that have so many different taste buds. I think of them as like little like living organisms <laughs> that we have to take care of. And so when anyone asks, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm just feeding my microorganisms or, you know, like I'm just you know, all these different foods feed each different one. And so, yeah, you're exactly right. That's another issue that a lot of people run into is we eat the same thing every single day, day in and day out. And our body starts to plateau and we can't beat that plateau um, when it comes to like weight loss. And we wonder why, but you're right. Everything needs, you know, we need diversity. We need a variety of foods. Um, Actually changing it up is one of the best things your gut will um, have time to break down other foods with different enzymes. And then you'll constantly be, you know, digesting food throughout the day. And so adding as much variety is super important as well. Do you have any experience with, um, I can't remember what it's called, but like eating foods in a certain order. Cause I've seen it floating around. I haven't really explored it. I don't know how accurate it is. I'm just curious whether or not you've come across it. Can you, uh, can you give an example with that? It was like, I think it's, I think it's called food combining where like you like can only eat like proteins with like a certain type of vegetable, but like you shouldn't be eating it with starch. And like, it's like you combine it a certain way for how it digests and like the length of time it takes to digest so that you don't have like food sitting on top of each other in your stomach or something. I don't know how accurate it is, but I've seen it float around. I'm kind of just curious, like if you know anything about it. So I guess with that, I always say. it's always great to explore during your, during Mm. your own journey. It's great to explore what works best for you. So in that case, maybe some of those examples, it worked really well for someone and they put it out there. And yet when you try it, it might work completely different. So I always say as a, you know, a disclaimer to all the stuff out there, keep in mind 
someone is just projecting what worked really well for them and they're sharing it in hopes that it will help someone. Um, so whenever you take that information, I always say, explore it with yourself, try it, right? These are all great op opportunities to experiment with our body. And keep in mind, we only get this one body. So the quicker you get to know it, the easier it is, right? So once you get to know your body and how it works and how it functions, some people wake up and they need breakfast right away. They're starving. Other people wake up and say, I don't, I don't need breakfast. And yet there's some literature out there that say breakfast is the best thing for you in the morning. And then others that say breakfast is not, not good for you. Right. And so we get all this information and all I, all I say to that is just challenge yourself, try it, give your body a few days. Um, you know, see how it works for you. And, and your body will tell you whether you feel good, you know, if you're having energy and you're sleeping well, then that might be a great route to take. But if you're noticing like irritability or headaches or bloating or gas or tiredness, these are all just symptoms of the gut being out of balance. So, um, you know, I always say with any information like that, just, just explore it. You know, it's a great time to experiment and, you know, you might not get it right on the first try. You might try a couple of things and yet, that's like the beauty of it. It's like not the destination, destination, but the journey to get there. That's so true. That's a good point. It is all about experimenting. I feel like I, I personally just get, I tend to get lazy with it. Like as soon as I find something I like, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm going to stick with this. And then I get, I run into that problem where I don't have a lot of diversity, but that's why I like stir fries. Cause I try, I could try and switch up the veg when I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like having that in your back pocket, like, if you know, you can switch up the stir fry, like that's all you need is a couple recipes where you can do that or switch out the protein. And mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be difficult, right? You know that every time you cook a stir fry, you can throw something different in. Maybe you want it spicy and throw some jalapenos in, or, you know, you can switch it up. Yeah. Make it, make things work for you. You don't, you shouldn't have to work for it. Exactly. Amazing. Okay. Do you have any final closing comments or tips for the listeners? Yeah. So what I want to share uh, for everyone to kind of take from this is to number one, note that nobody's path is linear. It's not going to look the same and it's not going to just be an easy road. So to be gentle with yourself in the process and to really embrace every experiment that you try, right? So if you try different things and it doesn't work out, just note that, you know, it's like we're picking a lock, right? And once you pick your lock, your goals in, you know, your body and you can work from there. And then second, um, just like, you know, where to start with this. And I should have brought this up earlier was, you know, just starting to take a look and grow an awareness to what we put in and on our skin and our, in our body. Um, I always say, get rid of the label. We've all been fixated on this stupid label, the calories and the fat and like, just get rid of it and just take a look at the ingredients um, one rule of thumb that I kind of go by is if I can't pronounce it or I don't know what it is, I put it back on the shelf. And so even better, if it doesn't have a nutrition label, that's what you want to be getting. Um, so if you can just start to become aware, whether it's in your skincare or your hair care, um, really just look at the ingredients and maybe start to get curious, start to look up what these ingredients are. Um, if you don't know what they are and, you know, just being aware that, there are being chemicals and it's not something that's going to stop. It's actually ramped up quite a bit. And just knowing that through all these chemicals we have, we can always come back to the basics, um, the whole foods, the, the water, the sleep, and we can reset. So, so even with all this chemical exposure that goes on, 
there's, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And it's not like you, you know, whatever disease or anything that pops up, like when I got Lyme disease, it was soul crushing for me. Like, oh my goodness, how am I going to do deal with this? And it's like, it's not the end. It's actually just a new beginning where you can like start to explore yourself and start to really look into um, where this might've shown up from. Like, what did you not pay attention to for so long that you needed to? And so I, I just hope everyone can just be gentle in their journey and, you know, take some of the tips that I have and just be more aware of, you know, where they can make changes and make different choices. I love that. It's not the end. It's actually just a new beginning. That's so good. Um, and one thing that I just want to tell you guys, if you are looking to start this journey and you start looking at labels and you're like, you're getting overwhelmed with everything on there. I know at least in the States and some parts of Canada, you can get food from a company called Siete Foods. If you are looking for like more non-processed, like tortilla chips and wraps and that sort of stuff, they are, have such clean ingredients and their wraps are made from cassava flour. So no processed wheat or anything like that. Um, and that's what I ate when I was living back in North America. I'm really sad. I can't get it in London, but they're so good. So if you feel like this is like a very daunting process and you want to like make smaller steps, that's a really good company to start with. Ali, do you have any other ones that you know of? Actually, I use Siete hot sauce. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I like Bragg's. Uh, so if you can get Bragg's, yes. um, they have really good, we use their dressing and we use their uh, amino acids and their yeah. apple cider vinegar um, and their olive oil. So if you're looking for another good brand, just to, even just in your own dressing, just switching that out, you know, a lot of the dressings that go around or just making your own. It's so simple as to throw some olive oil, lemon, salt, pepper, and paprika together. And, you know, that's a dressing. So just making small steps, know that it's not going to all come together in one day. And, you know, Bragg's is a really great, they have a great line of products and everything on their, their ingredients label. You can, you can read and know what it is. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank I you. Have, Thanks for having me. No problem. I have one final question that I ask everyone. What would you call this chapter of your life? No pressure. Hmm. So as much as I want to say that I'm in, um, I would say I'm in a cocoon stage. I'm literally Ooh. just taking in this knowledge and I'm taking in my life experiences. And I won't, I won't say I'm a butterfly yet. I, maybe to some people I've emerged as a butterfly in the past, but this part of my life has just been really the gut health was just like the start of opening up so many new levels to my being. Um, when if anyone out there is struggling in their physical body, you know how entirely hard it is to start to focus on your emotional and your spiritual and your mental body when your physical body is in so much pain. So just clearing out that physical body, getting my gut in check and realigning that I have now stepped into working on those emotional and mental and spiritual things in my life. And so this has just been accumulation of a lot of information for me, as well as really just healing and changing all these different things in my life. And I think the next chapter will really, when I put it all together, and I don't really know how that's going to look, um, that will be like such a beautiful, you know, accumulation of my life experience, as well as everything that I've learned. So I think right now I'm cocooning, which I'm okay with, and I've accepted. <laughs> um, but I'm like, so excited for like, where this is going to take me and what new chapters and what new knowledge I can bring to other people. And I love that. That gave me a little bit of chills. 
Oh, I'm so happy for you and your journey. Thank you. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you got so much out of it and you were taking notes with all of Ali's amazing tips. I hope you have a wonderful day coming from two people just like you. Yeah.